With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Sunday, October 10th, and we are trying to help you navigate your financial journey. And we do that with a little bit of common sense and a very good dose of humor. Sometimes, Mark, I listen to the podcast and I'm walking the dogs and I actually laugh out loud. I do. I think that sometimes I think that we are rather humorous. Maybe you guys don't, but I, I get a tickle out of it. You know, what my girlfriend said to me, don't you get sick of hearing your own voice? I said, no, I think Mark does, but I don't. And I think she does too. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, uh, send us your notes. Go to jillonmoney.com. Jillonmoney.com is our website. Bookmark it. Come on. You can always go back there and hit that contact button when any, when anything comes up. Today, we are joined by listener Lisa. She is on the line from Minneapolis. Hi, Lisa. How can we help you out? Well, I was when Mark contacted me and said that I could uh, get your advice, I was thinking, what's the best visual image to describe our current financial situation? Okay. And I came upon the imagery of, we are treading water. <laughs> uh, uh, wait a minute. I, you wait, don't wait. sound like that yet. Yeah. But the, the good news is that we're not sinking, but okay. we're, nowhere, we're nowhere near floating leisurely on our back. All right. So well, we're treading. Okay. So treading water is okay. It does take a quite a bit of energy though. So if as I recall from my um, you know, lifeguard yep. rescue class. Yep. So yep. tell me about you and what's going on and and maybe your head is a bit more above water than just treading. Yes. Well, um we're my husband and I are in our late 50s and um we have our nest egg is uh, all in uh, our IRAs that are held at Vanguard, and then uh, we have you know our four hundred one k, and I get a SEP IRA at my office. Okay, and uh, approximately I'll say seven hundred thousand in the Vanguard IRAs, and we're the type that just set it and forget it. We don't look at the market. We don't worry about it. It's like pretend money to us. You okay. know, it's not there. 
And then we have about another 80,000 in our, in our uh, current 401k. Mm-hmm. But, but that's really it. And in terms of when I hear callers, you know, call you up and say, well, I have all this extra money to invest. Well, we don't mm-hmm. because we have twins that we're putting through college. Right oh, now. come on with the twins. <laughs> uh, are they identical or fraternal? No, fraternal, a boy and a girl. Uh-huh. And it was it was late in life, mm-hmm. you know, my advanced maternal age, and we had two at once. And it's been great, but um, that that takes a lot right now. And, and people go through this all the time. And basically with college, what we're doing is uh, the majority of the tuition's coming out of our earnings. Mm-hmm. Then we supplement that with what we put away in a 529 plan. And the kids are taking out federal loans. But, you know, we all have skin in the game that way. <laughs> so when you think about this nest egg that you have, and let me ask you a, a sort of a, an overriding question. There's not a lot of extra money to put away. But right. you are are you maxing out your four oh one K and your SEP IRA at this point? No. 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 Okay. What we're doing is we're putting enough in there. We're putting about sixteen thousand away in that okay. a year and that's, that's good. To make the matches. You okay. know, we make yep. our matches that way. Mm-hmm. And so okay, so you know what I'm gonna be doing with and it's about a third of our income that's going to college tuition. How much roughly. you guys make of, together? Yeah, about uh, 196000 Okay. When I married my husband, he was going to college, and I worked in a faculty-like position at a major university in the area. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it at that time, but um, when they took out 2% of my salary, I mean, I knew about it, but I didn't appreciate it, they put in 13%. Oh, my gosh. So from the time I was in my mid-20s to my mid-30s, until I had the kids, I... I had a, I got a nest egg that really I'm a poster child for the power of compound interest. Because mm-hmm. when I look nowadays and I think, wow, look how big that that number is. Yes, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> yeah. a real number, almost eight hundred thousand dollars. That's yeah, a pretty yeah. big mon- number. How much do you think you guys need to live on? Just you know, give a guess on a monthly basis yeah. without the kids. Well, yeah, without the kids. I mean. Basically, when you think about it, right now we're living on sixty percent of our earnings. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not we're not living luxuriously, but we're living on you know sixty percent of what we make because a third of it goes to the kids. Mm-hmm. So, so ten grand um, a month, about is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, even less than that. I mean, right now we're we're netting about nine thousand, and three thousand of that goes to tuition. Oh, so you think six grand a month? I th- okay, so you're saying I'm saying uh, I was doing right. pre-tax. Okay, so six grand yep. a month. Okay, you plan to work how much longer? Would you guess? You say you're yes. in your late fifties. Yeah. So what we're thinking is another ten years working full time. And then, you know, when when I say that, we can each do gigs or contract work after that. Mm-hmm. So when we're 67, you know, I think we'd like to be done having a having a boss per se and being part of an office, but we can we can make things work until we're 70 because that's my goal is that we wouldn't tap social security until then. All right. 
at some point when college is done, you may be, be able to put in more than, you know, what you're putting in now, $16,000. But when I look at 10 years from now, you should probably have somewhere close to like $1.6 million. One mm-hmm. and a half to $1.6 million. Depends on how you do in the markets and et cetera. Right. And you say you need $6,000 a month. Tell me what the Social Security benefit estimate is for you guys at age 70. At age 70 would be about 6000 Okay. So that's pretty great. Um, yeah. I think that you guys are in really good shape because what happens is that you know, essentially delaying that Social Security is an amazing thing. As you know, it the, the money just mm-hmm. compounds. You get that extra 8% annually. It mm-hmm. also allows that money that you've set aside to grow more. And, you know, even at 1.6 or so, you know, that's that's like 48 grand a year. So if you look at your Social Security plus the money that throws that's throwing off from your portfolio, you're, you should be fine. So I know right. you feel like you're treading water. What I am going to suggest to you is that you're doing really well. You you are absolutely in very good shape, and especially considering that you're putting these kids through school at the exact same time. Now, <laughs> so now take a breath. That's all good. Okay. Thank you. All Thank right. You. So let's let's talk about how you are investing the money because you said you've got this sort of set it and forget it mentality. Um, most of the money that's invested currently is in Vanguard funds. You said seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars. So how do you invest the money? Are you are you using index funds? Are you yes? yes. Okay. Yes. And what's and, the breakdown? Yeah, the breakdown, and that was the next question, Jill. So the breakdown right now is 70 equities, 70% equities, 30% bonds. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking over the next 10 years, we need to modify that asset allocation or, or do we need to do it over the next 10 years? That's what I'm, I'm looking to you for. I mean, when do we start modifying the allocation and what should be our end goal like in 10 years? So tell me a little bit how you guys have felt when markets have gyrated because yeah. part of this is about your feeling and part of it is the reality that you can't afford to lose too much of this money because we need you to be able to count on it for income. When I say that we kind of pretend that money doesn't exist, mm. that's kind of our mentality in terms of that's not real money right now. That's but but of course, problem. in 10 years, you'll feel quite differently because yeah, it will be real exactly. money. If you were to just go to 60-40 now, there would be pretty much no downside. I mean, yeah, if okay. the market kept charging way higher from here, you'll miss yep. some of that upside. But right. you know what? If we do... We'll get another downturn. It'll happen at some point. And mm-hmm. in that respect, 60-40 is probably more of a set it and forget it kind of portfolio. 70-30, it'll catch your attention if in two years the market's down, you know, and you had a million bucks, let's say. And all yep. of a sudden, over the course of time, you know, two years from now, we go into a real bear market and your million turns into 750 grand. I think right. that's really tough to take when you are, mm-hmm. you know, basically, you know, 58, 59, 60 years old. Yep. Look, I don't think you have to do it right this second. What I do mm-hmm. think would be really important for you is to figure out 
how much risk you really want to take. If now you're like, you know what, I really do want to have said it and forget it. There's the the downside of going to 60-40 immediately would be mm-hmm. that the market keeps rising and you call me up and say, remember when I said I thought I hit the lottery by talking to you? What I didn't realize, <laughs> I just hit three lemons on the uh, slot machine. <laughs> I am a very nervous Nelly. So I tend to be the kind of person who would rather protect what I have and I would mm-hmm. give up the upside for that. But look, if you and your husband feel really confident that you're going to keep your jobs and there's really mm-hmm. that you don't have a lot of risk there and you want to be able to take a little bit of a, a ride here, you will mm-hmm. then have to say, OK, we're going to live through one more market downturn and then upswing and we're going to keep working and we'll be able to manage it. Or, gee, I don't want to have to worry that much. So I'll do 60, 40 right now. But that's it. I wouldn't go much beyond that. I think you're doing everything you should be doing. Okay. If you, like Lisa, just need a little bit of assistance, all we ask is that you give us a holler. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. That's the email address. But no one seems to be using that anymore, Mark. So maybe should I stop saying it overall or should I just do the website? What do you think? Okay. Mark says 99.9%, which I think is an overestimation of what the real traffic is. He says most people come in through jillonmoney.com. So I will just say, go to jillonmoney.com, click on the contact button, tell us what's on your mind, and you'll get the opinions of two certified financial planners, me and Mark. Please let us know how we can help you out. Or if you find a great guest you think we should have on the show, we send us that as well. Put your hands on someone's back, either metaphorically if they're far away, or give someone a hug as long as you're both vaccinated. And remember our mantra, grit, growth, grace, with a little bit of gratitude. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.